Hello, you are listening to the podcast Working Drummer. Today we are featuring Ben Caesar of the country artist Brad Paisley. If you missed part one, you can find that episode on iTunes and our website. Today we have part two. Ben covered so much information during our interview that we split it up into two parts. We also have a variety of pictures that our friend John Zacco took during that interview. So go to workingdrummer.net and check those out. Also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Here is Ben Caesar, part two. You may be tired of talking about this, but I want right. to talk about um, how your crash symbol or your symbol setup in general, yeah. how that has changed. And mm. did that start when you switched to tra- traditional? Did your setup change? How did that Yeah, change? the setup did change. But I didn't go to angled symbols right away. And, and my setup's still changing. Um, and we've got great pictures. My buddy yeah. John Zacco. Yeah. I'm pointing to him right now. Yep, he's over there. You we're going to have see him. awesome pictures of uh, this symbol setup, what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, the, the, set, the setup changes. And that, at least I, I, I knew that right away during that four-month period. Yeah. I started moving things around, and things immediately got easier. I know the snare drum will get it. You know, yeah. you can get that backbeat when you angle it that way. It's yeah, but I've just I've changed it again. It's it can't. It's not simple. On, for me, it wasn't simple enough to just angle it or raise it, um, because you know it's like I play a little differently live than I do here, mm. and I play I just play different stuff at home, so I I. Inflect differently. Um, I'm trying to teach myself not to come down too low. I don't want to kink my wrists at all to play. Um, mm-hmm. There's like a, it's sort of like hitting a ball out of the park. So there's a perfect spot where the bat will hit the ball and it will be a home run. If you hit it too far back, right, you don't get enough uh, distance to make that connection. Mm-hmm. Where, or if you hit it too far in front of the plate, you've gone too far. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's sort of a spot there where it's where every time you hit it, it'll be like a home run. And it'll be easy. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. and if it's too high or too low, you're either not giving yourself enough room or you're giving yourself too much and you're working too hard. Because yeah. I play a lot of gigs. You know, I've done 1,500 gigs with Brad. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And... Uh, so I, I, I get to, my senses have become acutely in tune but with you, how much work I'm doing. But you, and you have a, but you have a tech that's setting your kid yeah, up. Yeah, he's great. But you go out and, and, and you're tweaking, moving things. More. Almost not at all now, because he's, he's just that badass. His name's Chris Dallas. Okay. He's that badass. <laughs> I really don't have to tweak. I'll do some tweaking here, yeah. and I'll go, hey man, we're changing we're changing a little bit because I go home and I come. I'm always trying to make the road kit feel like the home kit, but it just doesn't. I don't know why. Maybe someone can help me with that, but it just doesn't ever feel the same. Um, and uh, but once I tweak something, it's nailed. You know, he he just he gets it and just man, you know, I don't ever have to worry about it. There's times we fly in and we don't have sound check and I don't have time to tweak and I just sit down and play and it's perfect. That's awesome. Unbelievable. 
That's what yeah. I love. That's awesome. Very nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to ask this. It's um, I feel like you've got this artist gig, and, mm -hmm. and you've talked and just sung its praises and what it's given you an opportunity to do, to develop as a player and mm -hmm. work with somebody like Brad yeah. that respects that yeah. process, and that's wonderful. Yeah. Because he's a musician. He's not yeah. a puppet that just did his first gig at the record label showcase. Yeah. He was yeah. a seasoned player yeah. at, like, 13. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He gets it, man. Yeah. Like, he gets it. He didn't even want to be an artist, I don't think. I think what his... Well, I mean, his he was okay with being a writer or a session guy. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Or being a side guy even himself. I think that evolved with him the artist thing just because yeah. of the crew he was hanging out with but i think think yeah go ahead sorry well i mean and, and that within itself is and you've mentioned that it's like this is great i could do this but i need to spend time practicing when i'm home i mm -hmm. need to develop my instrument there's so much more than just this gig and what yeah. i have but also you're putting a lot of energy in your teaching mm -hmm. and Producing these videos, not and, enough now, and yeah. and doing well, and having your website, yeah. and and kind of keeping the stream of information coming out yeah. about you, yeah. about what you do, about what you teach, about yeah. where you're playing. It's a little bit more than I think somebody in your position would put their effort into. Like, mm -hmm. like, like I'm I'm home. I just want to chill. You know. I'm, yeah. So what's your motivation in doing that? Do you feel like you're looking to the future to, okay, I've got to establish myself. I've got to keep the ball rolling no matter what's going on with Brad. Yes. This is me. This is my brand. This is... Yeah. There's a little vanity uh, in there, I, I would say. And not that vanity is a bad thing. It just is. Um, yeah, because... I mean, I, I, I guess I'm asking as a business because like, it's not thinking? enough yeah. to because the like I said earlier, the the grandness of the gig isn't enough to give me a platform to talk about it. It doesn't. The interviews on the big publications don't come. Mm -hmm. um, there's not just enough interest about me through the work I've done to to create a platform in which to to talk. Mm -hmm. So, again, figure it out. i got to make it myself. We all have to create our own paradigm. And my, I strongly believe in using the natural gifts that you have. Since I'm not great at networking or social, uh, it, like going to parties and schmoozing, because that's really what you have to do now. And, I, again, I don't mean this to sound like I'm negative about it but to 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 be in the publications or to be and and to get that voice you have to do you have to grip i feel like you have to grip and grin and you have to go out of your way to make connections which which i'm fine to do but i i, I don't have the energy for that so uh, um well, i think you do have the energy you're just finding a way to put it in someplace yeah, else yeah i have energy but just i just don't know where to begin to to make because I, I have reached out and stuff, you know, and it's hard, to, you know, it's hard to get a call back. Or I have an article waiting that I put in, you know, almost a year ago, you know, and I have to follow. And it's my thing. I, I'm not again. I don't grudge it, but I have to follow up and do all this stuff, which which I just I guess I'm just maybe in that regard. I'm lazy um, or I feel like I don't like to beg. I don't want to be a, mm -hmm. a nudge. I don't, I don't want to bother Hey, it's me again. Hey, can you 
Hey, the, but what about that article? You know, hey, hmm, uh, I just feel like I'm bothering people, and I don't, mm -hmm. I don't, mm -hmm. I work too hard to feel that way. So um, I'm trying to create my own platform to do it, and it, and that's hard because you've got to be on top of it, and and I don't, I'm I'm so busy now that I, it's. I, I'm behind in posting stuff, and I'm, you should be hitting it every day or every other day, and I'm I'm I'm, yeah. I'm not, and I'm trying to, because uh, with touring and trying to keep my own practice up, in order to even make the website, the videos to launch the website. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I took two months, and that's not including the year it took me to learn how to. So back to natural gifts, um, real quick. Sorry. My natural gifts are I can tinker. I can learn anything. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to light, film, edit, record, um, any of this stuff. But I have all this downtime on the road, on the bus, on plane flights. Mm -hmm. And I, would, I, would, I learned how to work a camera through, you know, online and YouTube and just experimenting. I would take videos and, and I learned how to edit and I learned how to speak even in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. And I learned how to set the lights, I learned about f-stops and ISO and, and on Pro Tools. I had to learn how to, about uh, compression and EQ and miking and, uh, and I had to make all this stuff come together. I learned it because no one's going to do it the way I do it. So mm -hmm. my natural gifts were tinkering and I'm creative and I like to create and uh, I figured out how to do it. Um, and uh, so, okay, damn it. I got off. Gifts. What? Natural gifts. Yeah, that's that was that's that's what I leveraged to to make this platform. But I don't have enough time, even as it is, uh, to keep up with it. So what I did though to start the website, that's what I was saying. I had to carve out two months. We had just finished recording Wheelhouse, which we were doing for like six months. We were in there every day, and I got a two month break. I said, okay, again, I'm not doing anything. Now that I've learned how to, I made one movie, as an finally as an experiment. And it was the Time Warp video, and I, that was my first kind of conglomeration of all the skills I learned. And I was like, all right, I'm ready to start filming lessons. It took me a year, and then I took two months, and all I did was shoot. I shot 20 lessons in two months. I did about two a week. Editing, filming, and all I did for 16 hours a day was film and edit mm. and post. And I had to learn how to, how to uh, make it good for web. I had to take my files and compress them. And I, I made PDFs for all. I had to learn how to use uh, InDesign. Because I, you know, and all this stuff, I did it quickly. So what's happening now is I'm learning in order to keep doing that, I have to do that again to make more movies. I have to like... You put out 20 movies and now you're going to have to do another series? I need to do it that way. As My goal was to, well, now that I've got the website out, I could do maybe two a month. Mm -hmm. But I can't do two a month. I can't seem to, to fit that into my regular thing unless I just abandon everything else and only do that. Mm. Um... What was your, what was your motivation to get this started, to, to but, start the website and do all that Right, stuff? but to, 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 to have to create my own okay. platform to get my sort of philosophies out there and to, uh, and to create another, just another 
a way to be my own artist, too. Mm. That's a vanity thing. I totally admit that. A way to, to, to be... To be like, yeah, you know, I'm a side guy, and and I'm more than a side guy in Brad's band. We're he values his guys, you know. It so, like it. but to, to the world, it, it, in just quick observation, we're side guys. But, mm-hmm. but to just be my own boss, even to do things how I want to do them. Yeah, you know, um, and not conform to somebody else's vision. Brad, you know, has every he's the head of his world, which yeah. he should be. Yeah. Uh, and I respect that, and I'm thankful to be in that world. But but like I said before, I'm an artist, too. I have something to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's all, I guess that's sort of ego, but I, I want to be able to just be my own boss for, uh, in in my spare time. Yeah. But it's why, uh, that it's again, it answers why I wanted a gig like this in the first place, was to have yeah. the ability to do it all the time, to have my gig, and I love that. It frees up time to do whatever I want to do and I'm just not lazy I can't sit in front of a TV <laughs> yeah yeah you know do you think it's easier now to do what you're doing now I mean online I mean I guess it is easier now but do you think that's the way things are going oh yeah I mean well now it's it's more than the way things are going it's the way things have gone Mm-hmm. It's um, because of the contraction in the music business mm-hmm. whether people realize it or not, People are going, well, I can just, uh, since there's no gigs, everybody's become teachers. Mm-hmm. You know, now there's too many teachers online and t- mm-hmm. not enough doers. Mm-hmm. What, are you, what are we teaching for? There's no gigs. <laughs> you know, we're just teaching just so someone else can learn licks and put their stuff on YouTube and hope it goes viral. That's the new stage for drummers is is the media world it's already gone that way it's it's the way i see it i mean everybody with an iphone is proclaiming to you know proclaiming wisdom it's making it harder to just to to send a clear-cut message of what's real and what isn't um that's how i look at it and i'm i'm almost uh, you know my site came out whatever a year or two ago but it was almost too late it was almost too late because everyone was already kind of doing it. Hmm. You know, I spent a lot of money on mine to make, on the site, to make it look good because I think the better it looks, the more uh, valid you come across. Mm-hmm. You know, I spent my own money, uh, you know, and hired a web guy. Trust me, if I could code websites, I would have done that too. But boy, that's a whole. I was, that's a whole other thing. That's a lot of tinkering. Woo! Yeah. Major amount of tinkering. Yeah. What's the rest of your year look like, man? What are you guys doing? We're uh, we're we're getting ready to be pretty busy. We're uh, we've got uh, just touring, a lot of touring. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah, we're doing some interesting stuff. We're we're doing. Usually, we have our run, our circuit of like sheds. And stuff that we do, the same gigs uh, over and over every year. And this okay. year we're doing some of that, but we're also doing some different interesting stuff. Like we're going to Alaska for two days oh. in April. You know, we're doing some things we haven't done. Uh, some of these festivals. There's a big one in New York City that they're doing in June, I think. Mm. Cool festival mm-hmm. that we're on there with maybe Dirks and some people. Um, so more more touring, but different different stops. Mm-hmm. Which which is cool, 
you know, and just, yeah, as much of uh, my thing, I guess one of the reasons also I haven't put out a lot of videos is because I am sort of in a, this sounds like an excuse, but uh, I'm in a transitional phase. So I don't want to teach anything before I, I have what I want to say down. There's nothing worse to me than a teacher who can't do what they're teaching. Right. Because <laughs> you, you Transitional can't... Transitional phase, you mean as far as... Like, in my playing. In your playing. Just... Gen in, yeah. Because like I said, I, I've kind of just learned the way, I the way I want to practice and the way... I've just learned how to do it. <laughs> I, I swear, I've been walking like walking the desert alone for forty years, like Moses. But those videos you, you know, put out so far, they're yeah, got something they're all right, they're all right. But I, yeah, they're they're fine. But I I can do better. <laughs> yeah, we're still gonna put a link to that. We still no, no, you should put a link to it. It's good. No, no, it's not <laughs> good. It's, 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 I, it's I wouldn't have put it out if I didn't stand behind yeah. it. No, 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 it's totally fine. It's totally yeah. fine. But um, we don't need your endorsement. We'll find someone else. To uh, no, 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 no. I'll. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please. I'm trying to make the site go more viral, but it's uh, again. That's like another career in like social marketing. Man, yeah. I was going to take a class with uh, Dan Schinder, who does Drum Talk TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still want to do that, but I just haven't had the time to. Uh, because that's all about how you how to market yourself, yeah, and, and yeah. it's like another thing. I, was, I guess I was sort of hoping I would put it out, and maybe some virility would happen with or with some amount of promotion. But it's mm -hmm. it's 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 doing well. But it's it's I want it to kind of go, uh, you know, nuts. And you did the Drumio thing. Mm -hmm. Has there been any other things like that that you've done? And, and you've written the articles for Modern Drummer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, Drumio was great. Uh, that was a that was a. I'm so thankful to have them because they have a huge audience. Your triplet thing and all that. I, yeah, I worked on that for a couple weeks. And I could have, man, I could have done that better. Uh, no, uh, that's cool. Yeah, it was eight in the morning, and uh, what? It was eight in the morning. Oh, it was very early when we did that. because yeah, I had a gig that day. Oh man. Yeah, it was it was early. And I don't know what they were thinking. Symbol angles? Yes. All right, here's the deal with the symbol angles. It's very simple. It's not because I try to look cool or anything. Um, I sit high, relatively, kit sort of low, and uh, I noticed that when I would play with the symbols either flat or tilted towards me, that I would have to kink my wrist unnaturally mm -hmm. to, to play the way I want to play. So I would have to kind of bend in to play it like that, to play the stick. And because of my height and because of the height of the cymbals, uh, the, the way I have the angle actually makes my arm come straight across the cymbal as opposed to this way. So I don't have to kink my wrist to, to make a good impact with it. People think that I probably break more cymbals, um, but that would be assuming that I'm coming at the symbol more perpendicularly. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm still, I'm st and it's still, you know, I don't really ever play straight through it, even though it may look like it. There's always a sweet, there's an arc to it. Um, 
and I don't break any more symbols or anything like that. And it's just to keep my arm straight. You know, height and angle are relative. So if uh, if the symbol were very high, right, then I would angle it towards. It's me. like your arm. If your arm was straight and it was straight out, yeah. As you go up, it's going to be angled. As yeah. you go down, like a wing. Yeah. It's just to keep uh -huh. my whatever I have to do to keep my wrist straight. So if I decided to to raise them. Well, I couldn't keep my wrists straight with them angled the way I do. I'd be going like that. So I, it's just whatever angle keeps me there. Have the you ever stroke. had a problem in the studio with them nope. being or live? Mm -mm. Okay. Nope, no issues. It's just it's just ergonomics because yep. of the way of my seat height and the and where I have the symbols. Uh, I don't want to reach too high. I kind of here's home base with my arms, my elbows kind of by my side, and then from there. I try to just not leave the comfort of that. I don't want to. I don't want to really bring my elbow to. Again, it may come out like that, but when I sit, I, man, they won't help because we're not filming. But it's it's just so that I can pretty much make everything come from here, which I need all the help I can get balance-wise because I'm kind of clumsy. Yeah. You saw me knock my snare and my like my yeah. pinky caught. Like, yeah. I will never, no matter how much I practice be one of the like athletic on the drums where where I'm not where I don't like hit my head look at my hand yeah where yeah. I miss I didn't really miss but I you know I hit something I hit the uh, yeah I hit the symbol I hit the hi-hat yeah. with my left hand sometimes yeah is that it's hasn't moved yeah why is that my you know yeah I forget that it's there it's much stretching and like in, in yoga that I do once in a while and stuff like I try to improve that ability to to not be clumsy, but yeah. but I can't seem to get rid of that. Yeah, I want to talk about your um, practice. Yeah, yeah, and what you what you've come up with. Yeah, that works for you. And I don't know if I'll get to the whole thing, but um, like I talked about before, and this is all based on just stripping things down to their basics. So there's two parts that make up all of it. There's the what I play, and then there's the how I play it. And how is what is basically technique, movement, mm -hmm. uh, eliminating the friction between my musical ideas and the end of the drumstick. Yeah. So since there's two parts, I try to work on those parts equally. Yeah. And addressing each side would, would give me subcategories. Um, a lot of... So in the what... What I'm, what I'm working on now is is basically just a lot of, is, is, since I'm by myself down here, I play music with the gig and I'm, I do plenty of interaction musically. I feel like I can pretty much play anything pop music would demand. Mm -hmm. Anything, any kind of popular music would throw at me, I feel like I could play that. So I don't really practice that anymore. I, I used to work on a lot of time stuff, and I have a video called Improve Your Groove, which will, on uh, my website, which people should check out. There's a lot of philosophy on, on groove and time that, that's covered there. Uh, it's not just playing with the metronome. Um, so right now what I'm working on is just being by myself on the drums and taking musical ideas and developing uh, melodic themes um, and this helps me actually in all areas of playing um, it helps me with uh, 
being able to listen to other players, because when they play melodic themes that I recognize, I can support them or accentuate. I can. Mm -hmm. um, it helps me in playing more creative fills, um, and actually not thinking of them as fills, but thinking of them as thinking of a fill as more like a slight variation of a groove. So it takes you out of the where you have a beat and a fill. Uh, the practice I'm doing helps me think less like that and more, the fills become more meaningful hmm. um, uh, because they're melodic based. Um, and it also helps me with technique, with drum set technique, because I'm doing a lot of things um, I'm doing a lot of independence where I keep a lot of quarter notes. So, so anything I do has to be in quarter notes and four bar phrases. So I'm not doing any avant-garde, out of time stuff. Okay. Um, so to work on that, yeah. Um, couple things, couple little philosophical things. Um, a lot of us take on too much stuff. So, because the, the drumming world offers, there's so much stuff you got to work on. You got to work on your your jazz independence, your Latin shit, and you got you got uh, these stickings. You got your foot technique, and you, all this is so much it never ends. How do you do it? How who has time to do all the stuff? Um, so, what we end up doing is multitasking. We've got ten things we're trying to do, and you can't do them all. So I really, I I only take. Two things mm -hmm. now, hmm. maybe three. Yeah, and I work on them and I time them. Um, so whatever it is I want to do, I take two or three things, and you can even take one thing, and you work on these things to mastery. And what happens is they compound like interest. So with interest, you put certain money away, and then in seven years, in mutual funds or whatever, in seven years it doubles. Well, then that doubles you in seven years, another. and then it compounds. So this is the same principle. So take one aspect of your playing that you want to do and only work on that mm -hmm. yeah. through mastery to turn everything else off. <laughs> Don't, well, but all my other stuff will suffer. No. <laughs> Master one thing. Yeah. Then... Take another aspect that maybe relates to your goals. It should. It has to relate to the kind of player you want to be. Don't just mindlessly go, well, they say I need to learn sango groove, so I guess I'll... If you don't want to learn a sango groove, it doesn't interest you, if it's not pulsating through your veins, don't do it. I only practice the things that interest me, not like things I should learn to be well-rounded. Mm. I don't really care about being well-rounded. Mm. I just want to play I want to play. Mm -hmm. So... Um, you you master something else. Now you have two things that you've mastered. Right. These things fuel. Now you have these things down, and both of these things get you through the next step. Those two things. Yes. And one thing could be a hand thing. One could think be a foot thing. The combination of the two is compounded. Yes. And you may do this on both sides. So, and it, this may thin you out a little bit because um, we are we are trying to always work on movement and content, the how and the what. Yeah. Uh, but the things that I choose to do uh, 
tend to help both sides. Um, and the other thing is, it is better to practice something consistently every day than it is to practice something mm -hmm. for an hour a day, yes. once a week. Yes. So if you have one thing, let's say you only have five minutes. Let's say you, well, let's say you have 35 minutes a week to practice. Mm -hmm. It'd be much better to take that thing and do it for five minutes every day mm -hmm. and set a stopwatch than it would be to do the 35 minutes once. Even if you only had a minute to do it, yeah. it is better to just do that minute every day than to try to do it in bulk. It's, it's, it's how often yeah. you practice uh, as opposed to uh, bulk times. Your, your, your body will remember something that you do, even if it's only for a minute. It might take longer, um, but that familiarity will be there. Right. So those are just some basic um, concepts. Now, to develop the melodic thing, um, I use uh, limitation. So, the problem is, when you have, when you don't limit yourself, that means all options are available. You need to be confined. You need rules and structure in order to be free and happy. It's sort of like what, you know, what they say about raising kids. Yes. You know... Happier kids have rules and they know their boundaries right. as opposed to kids with no rules and no boundaries. They're miserable. They're crying. They're throwing tantrums. They end up on Maury slapping their mom. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Because they didn't, they had no boundaries and they grow up and they're in the world and they don't know. And they're miserable. They're not happy people because, because they had everything their way. Same thing. Give yourself parameters to work in and only stick with those parameters that forces you to make the most of the things you have and one w way to do that is to uh, use form um, four bar phrases or two bar phrases or make make yourself do something for four bars and then the next four bars you're going to do this Give yourself little uh, challenges, uh, form-wise, okay. uh, so that you can't just do whatever. Um, um, and I, I give myself, uh, you can limit yourself with rhythms. Um, let me see, let me see. Uh, so th this is just something you could do on, on a practice pad or your knees or... Um, you could say, I'm going to make the most I can with four-bar phrases using nothing but uh, ones and E's, <laughs> you know, you know, and, and trying to, and counting, you know, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, Okay. You know, so you say ones, downbeats. So downbeats and ease, okay, not okay. ones. I'm gotcha. sorry, downbeats. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, downbeats. I, I call them all the yeah. Okay. And and by the way, counting out loud is like magic. Counting at playing and and counting over it is one of the most overlooked mm -hmm. uh, uh, practice tools in internalizing and and marrying to your body. 
the things you do. When you get in the habit of that, the things you play come out with so much more certainty. And especially if you're trying to do things in four bar phrases, you start to feel that. And you start to command the ability to go over the phrase and, and create, you know, tension and syncopation. Mm -hmm. um, but you can't create tension and syncopation unless you know where you are in every beat. Yes, yes. Uh, and the only way to do that would be to count um, uh, and start to knowing, start to know where you are. Another good way to develop that would be to take uh, groups of threes, uh, maybe threes, fives, and sevens, and just count over them. You know, one, two, three, four, two, two, three, four, three, two, three, four, four, two, three, four. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Joel Rosenblatt had a whole thing about that where he would sing a rhythm and so it would be this fifth part of this independence. Yeah. Right, left arm. Of course. Right, left leg, voice. Fifth yeah. part of it. Well, you take taking that a step further and sing a random rhythm. Instead of singing the pulse, sing a random rhythm yeah, yeah. and play threes over it. Um, that really helps. So let's say... Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, hold on. You know, like that. Better. I used to be able to do that. I just had to slow it down. Yeah. Yeah. That hurts. But but <laughs> but it but this is something you can do. So this is I don't have time. Dude, I learn this stuff when I'm on plane flights. I'm sitting there in the seat and I'm just kind of going mm It's mental practice and it's stuff you can do sitting in the doctor's office. Yeah. Or you're at a red light. Oh, yeah. Um, and all you have to do is get it into your body. Mm -hmm. And you can pretty much, you, you've overdeveloped uh, your, your, your awareness. Um, and what uh, John Riley talks about this, creating headroom. Mm, yeah. You, you know, you want to be, it, it, ideally, you want to be able to do more than... Or no more, so that when you do less, it comes out easier. It's like uh, two cars, an Aston Martin and a beat-up 60s Beetle. Yeah. Both can do 60 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. But the Aston Martin can do 60, pff, no problem, yawning. And the beat-up Volkswagen Beetle is at the top of its range. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And it's struggling. Yeah. So I play, your, your simpler music will come out with much more breath and ease. I know what you're saying. If you can sure. create headroom in your awareness of time and rhythm. It's you like know having I mean? it solid, 110%. So that when yeah. you're on stage and there's all the other things that influence yeah. your performance, yeah. all the, the environmental things that could degradate your, your performance. You're right there. You're worrying about those things, not... And then yeah. you drop it down 10%. You're still at 100 yeah. for the band, yeah. for yourself, or even at 90. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's, that's, that's why I do uh, stuff like that. Um, for my own interest, and it, it makes me hyper aware and I have headroom so that when I'm going, you know, it's like I'm not at the top of my range. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, doing that. Um, right. And, and, and uh, so there, 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 that's a good reason for those guys that are like, well, I'm never going to play that shit. Uh, it's not always about that. Um, so the other thing I do, like on the kit, now this is, this is kit stuff. Uh, kind of hard to explain. It's not unlike what I did on the Dromeo thing at the end with the triplets. Yeah. So I limit myself. It's sort of like, if any of you guys know about martial arts, they have what they call the kata, which is like, they, they perform a series of movements mm-hmm. in a flow. It's a, it would be a demonstration that they do um, at a competition. So they're, they're by themselves, so they're not fighting anyone. So they, you know, they go through this and then that, and then it's, it's a series of movements mm-hmm. that, that, that make this flow. So what I do is I'll take a theme, um, such as, let's say, the triplet thing. And I'm not doing a triplet, and it's not groove bass, it's, 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 it's melodic fills on the kit based on, you like bottom, bottom triplets, uh, just one, two, foot, right, left, or mm-hmm. right, foot, left, yeah. or right, left, foot. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll start there, and I'll just do anything I can possibly do within those, that'll be my little kata. And I'll, and I'll make sure I've got quarter notes going at, at a tempo. And you start slow, and you just start improvising in four-bar phrases, and you start to hear melodies, you know? Um, now, certain things will turn you around. So you can't, if you're, if you're stuck here, if you're here, well, how are you going to get to the other? So you need to double up. Oh, and, that that gives, and that gives you the displacements. Yeah. So now you're not eventually. And that gives you all three. So you don't really have to practice them separately or even think about them separately. All you have to do is double up on your hands and you'll have the displacement. Um, and then orchestrate. Mm-hmm. Around the, anywhere you can do it. Um, in a four-bar phrase, right, and then just start, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and then start adding the other versions, which would be du- triplets as doubles. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. And then you'll have to throw that around. You'll have to throw that on the offbeat by just, yeah. just double up on the hands. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Two, three, four. Double up. Double up. Gotcha. Okay. And then triplets as singles. singles. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. I doubled up on the foot.
Okay. Yeah. Get them down individually, and then just start uh, in your creating. So you're trying to think of musical phrases that sound good to you. So at first they sound like exercises, but eventually you start to hear, you know. Actually, I'm doing six. I'm doing sixteenth notes. Sorry, sorry. Um, You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, and using accents and inflection, it's a little hard to do on just my leg, but, you know, yeah. you start to, you start to be able to hear, uh, so you've done this flow, you've improvised using these puzzle pieces, and now you're in the habit of just improvising, you're not trying to memorize licks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, I, I I took some time with that after I saw that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And um, one thing I, I I got out of it was um, I was I was switching back and forth, but then I was doing it immediately. You know, I wasn't uh, playing the pattern. Right. I did that too. So I had to create a new rule. Okay. You can only change after two bars, mm-hmm. or you can only change okay. after one bar. I do both. So mm-hmm. I, when I was doing that, I was like, okay, you have to, you can't, you can orchestrate so you can mix your sticking up around the drums, yeah. but I cannot flip for at least two bars. Mm-hmm. And then once I got mm-hmm. better with that, I was like, no flipping halfway through a bar. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I, and I went to one bar. So one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. You know, and then wouldn't, yeah. you, you make yourself a new rule. Um, and then you can actually, yeah, you can do like, okay, now I'm just going to do it every two beats. One, two. You know, uh, let's see. Yeah. One, two. You know, you have to give yourself yeah. those rules if yeah. you find yourself doing it too soon. So that at least you know when you're doing it. I love the groupings of fours. Two hand, two foot, two hands. Yeah. In triplet. Yeah. Yeah. God. Another one I did that I added for my own fun was just, uh, uh, I hate doing R's and L's because so, it makes it sound so mind-blowing, but it's not. Um, <laughs> foot, foot right, left, left. So one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. And then switch that. That. One, two, three, four. Four. One, two, three, four. And then go back and forth. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. And then we go back and forth every other one. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two. You know what I mean? That alone, though, I could see doing that sitting down at, or on a plane. That yeah. And that's all you have to. You can do that kind of hard practice when you're bored. But, but, and that sets you up for, if you do it enough, you then get to start being creative. Mm. Uh, and it becomes fun. And this, so this is all I did. So to prepare for that, uh, for Drumeo, yeah. I didn't have as much time, but I took two weeks of my life. And, and that's all I did. That's all I did. And it, was, it wasn't quite enough. It was, I, I was like, if I had another week, 
Mm. Uh, but you, but you, I wasn't quite doing it in my sleep. <laughs> uh, but, but almost. Your fiance probably would be pissed. But no, she wouldn't. It's kind of soundproof. Now I had done this for another video, but I wasn't using a long time, like a year ago or so. But I wasn't applying it uh, as much in my daily thing, so I lost a little bit of the skill. Mm. Uh, so I had to kind of brush up on it. That's why I thought two weeks would be enough time. But that's all I did for about an hour a day. That's awesome. Let me ask you one more thing as far as uh, limiting. You talk about phrasing and limiting. Do you ever limit yourself as far as your setup? Like, okay, I've got a yeah. uh, hi-hat. I'm not going to play the bass drum on yes. this thing. Okay. Of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a little kit out there. Sometimes I'll just set that up so that I'm forced to just play kick, uh -huh. snare, hat or something. Yeah. Or I'll just, you know, just the snare drum or yeah. just or everything but the snare drum. And I'll, or I'll be like, no cymbals. I have a thought. Yeah. I'm wondering about, um, this is probably not, probably doesn't need to be on there, but I'm tempted to put this in two parts because all our, a lot of our stuff goes to like hour, hour and 15. Yeah, it's getting long, hour. huh? Yeah. But there's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, string them along with all the, all the philosophy bullshit. <laughs> and then when they're like, well, what does he do? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, and let them know in the first part that there'll be a part two, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. Yeah, because, yeah. I'm really, and I'm abbreviating too. There's more. There's, I know. There's I know, more, so but I'm, I'm trying to just rush through it. But no, no, you, you can't rush through this stuff, you know? know. It, there's, there's, you know. But that is part of the philosophy, though, is what you're talking right. about. It's patience. There aren't, uh, it's not like overnight, you know, instant gratification. Mm. It's not American yeah, but not only in your practicing, but in your understanding. You have to understand things in layers with a foundation of understanding. And by the way, my whole goal is everything I do, I want to be based in simple stuff. Um, like the triplet things. Nothing's more simple than that. I don't, I'm not interested in like... Um, Odd groupings of quintuplets, <laughs> uh, things like, or too much metric modulation. Mm -hmm. um, I try to make everything I do, the building blocks of them, to be in simple stuff. Um, now, I don't mind odd groupings of like 16th notes or triplets, just groupings. That's cool. That's not too hard. But um, People play in five. But just playing in five. It doesn't, I don't know when I'm going to ever do that. And it's not that hard to figure out. It's just feel whatever the tune is, just learn the melody and you'll know it. I mean, you can, there's no trick to odd times. It's yeah. just, uh, just feel, not, feel yeah. the tune. I guess my love-hate relationship with double pedal. Yeah. I mean, let me get this on the record. Thank you yeah. so much. Of course. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. No, it's thank awesome. you. Really, seriously. Yeah. Give me a place to talk. That was good. Blah, blah. I have to do part three and part four. I don't know. If the kids uh, like it, if the kids want it.